It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. There were two brothers. This is elite level incompetence. Quickly to Wall. Wall yeah. measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three. Hi everybody, welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I am Becca MVP. Also known as Becca Winker, but who cares about my last name, my real name, that's not important. Everybody knows me as Becca MVP. I'm here with my best friend. I haven't seen him in like probably a good two weeks. I haven't actually seen his face. So to be looking at him today is just amazing. Um, His name is Quentin Mayo. Mayo, Mayo. Oh my God. See, because we have not done a podcast in like two weeks, I'm like losing it. Quentin Mayo at T-O-Q-M underscore. Um, we are brought together today, not because it's the Lord's Day, not because we're gathered here today. We're gathered here today to basically confront this whole situation that is the past couple of um, days and what has transpired with our favorite player, our angel, our gift from above, <laughs> Kelly Oubre Jr. is gone Quentin what is wrong with this team like why I I'm I'm at a loss for words but I have a lot of words ready to go um this makes absolutely zero sense no sense I've tried to make sense of it I've tried to look at it objectively 
I've looked at it from my side of it not making sense. I've looked at it from other people's point of views. It makes no sense. And we'll talk about it today, but the Wizards have lost their mind. Like, this is this is absolutely one of the most, if not the most, no, one of the most incompetent decisions this front office has made in Ernie Grunfeld's time as the the president or general manager or whatever he wants to call himself of the Wizards. It's terrible. And I'm I you know I'm ready and I know you're ready. So this this is this is ridiculous. Well, I try to stay positive, but guess what guys? My positivity is out the window. I got nothing for you guys. I can't I can't take it anymore. I, I just can't. I simply cannot. Um trading Jason Smith, okay, sure, whatever. The tax bill, fine, lowered, okay, I get that. Um, miss him dearly, whatever. But um Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers. Okay. Okay, before you say something <laughs> about Austin Rivers, let me just say two young guys who have potential. Austin isn't that consistent, yes, but we've seen glimpses of him, okay? We've seen glimpses of him do what he does. He can come off the bench and provide. He's gone. Kelly Oubre, young guy. Contract was going to be up by the end of the season. He's gone. But we essentially traded two young players. We no longer have a backup point guard, basically. We don't have anybody for John Wall and Bradley Beal except for Sadoransky. Um, and now we have a 33-year-old who I'm not convinced even wants to be here. His contract's up by this en- the end of this season. So I'm not seeing the vision here. I, I'm I'm not mad at Austin Rivers being gone. Let me preface my entire argument. Oh, today. we know you're not. Not mad at all. I mean, um, it's it's Austin Rivers. I mean, I know he's a body. He's somebody that could come in and play the one and the two and back up both John and Bradley Bill. So I feel as though like losing him is just you're losing a body. You're losing someone that you know he has shown glimpses. I mean, I haven't been impressed with him. We thought this was going to be the deepest bench the Wizards had coming into this off season. Austin Rivers going to be he had a a decent season in L. A. Um, the year before, <clears throat> so to see him not really find himself um, a part of this team or in this team when he uh, got here is, is kind of hard to to look at. But I mean, he he wasn't really the biggest gripe I had with this trade. My biggest gripe was one: you're losing Kelly Oubre Jr. Your your lottery pick in 2015 that you used two draft picks to move up to draft him. Um, you're losing him. And he's also your most valuable trade asset outside of anyone the big three. I just don't. I don't. And understand. we got and Ariza not, for him. You're and getting he might not Ariza even play. at 33. Who, 33 years old. He wants to be in LA. He wants to be back home. He wants to be back helping LeBron get a championship. Go back there where he won a championship in 2009. And then you don't get any picks for Kelly Oubre. You just get a 33 year old Trevor Ariza that the last time he was here, Bradley Bill was a rookie. John Wall was in his third season. So I don't I don't get it. And then I'm I'm looking at the totality of this whole thing. The Wizards have traded their 2014, 2015, and their 2016 first round picks to Phoenix for Martin Gortat, Markeith Morris, and Trevor Reza. I just Oh what a, my what gosh. Is that? I can't I do this anymore. I just don't understand it. I I really don't. So. You know, like, I have kept my mouth shut for the longest time with this team. You know, I'm always, like, trying to be diplomatic, but I can't do it anymore. Okay? It's, I it's can't, ridiculous. like, I can't back this. I can't support this. Like, this is just ridiculous. I mean, how, how... 
like I would just love to get in the management's head and just think like what exactly like what are they trying to accomplish with this like there's they're so short term focused it's ridiculous they have no macro agenda and I, I literally made a pros and cons section for this trade and I'm not gonna lie to you I have one maybe two pros and the rest are all cons like the pro is when you talk to wall and bill they love trevor reason and trevor reason loves them like he was their veteran back when he was here and in, in a good season for them they were very successful at that time with randy whitman um he likes them they they all like each other they know that he's a capable player he's a veteran guy um none of them really like ownership or management we we get that but the fact that they have some continuity i guess and uh bradley bill said you know he talks to reason often and that's cool when you're looking at the cons though like, outside of Kelly Oubre being their most valuable trade asset, Trevor Reese is 33 years old. He's averaging 10 points. Not even 10 points. He averages 9.9 points. But we'll give him 10 just for the sake of the argument. He's 36% from three-point range and 37% from the field. So you're thinking like, okay, we're, we're replacing Kelly Oubre with this 3 and D guy who knows who knows what it's like to be in, in uh, Washington, this, and the third. But 3 and D, they both have a comparative defense rating of 112 113 so they're both cable defenders it's not you're not we're just splitting hairs at that point he has a lower net rating than kelly Oubre. he has a higher turnover ratio than kelly Oubre. kelly Oubre has a better true shooting percentage a better effective field goal percentage a better offensive rating you want to you do run and gun in the fast break offense that you did in 2013 kelly Oubre has a better pace rating so if you want to go by the traditional stats of scoring and things of that nature kelly Oubre is better if for my nerds out there that want to look to advanced statistics and all that stuff kelly Oubre is still a better player so i don't understand and then you say well trevor reese is a better three-point shooter that's what they say shut he's up a, he's a better shut up he, no, he is a better three-point I mean, shooter, but that's it, it's though. but barely. He's shooting five percent better from three than Kelly. It's thirty-six and thirty-two. I think it's like four percent better. So what's what are you, what are we really talking about here? He went to Phoenix, in a team that has nothing. That he has the green light to basically be whatever he wants in Phoenix, and he's not having any impact on the Suns. So you bring him back at thirty-three years old and give away a player that you should have kept in house for the future, a twenty-three-year-old. That you moved up in the draft to get, and you trade him away for somebody that was here in 2012. That's looking to play with LeBron James. I don't, I don't understand it at all. Dude, my head hurts so bad. Like my brain is like a pinball machine. Like I, like I'm rattled. Okay. Um. I, the only reason I can think about Trevor Ariza is because were we trying to get uh, uh, what's his name from the Cavs, Kyle, Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. Were we trying to get him? Because yeah, we he, needed a three-point shooter, so maybe I feel like this is why they're they're trying this. Yeah. But um, yeah, <clears throat> just to like co-sign everything you said, um, <laughs> this this is just a really strange move, and I don't understand it. And it makes me feel better because nobody on Twitter understands it. Everybody's confused. Everybody's mad because you trade. Jason Smith, the guy who's, like, the leader off the bench, basically the guy that's, like, the backbone of the team, like, he's just, he was. I mean... He's one of a, he's one of those glue guys. He's a good he, guy. He literally was everything. Now you're trading Kelly Oubre, a young guy. I mean, the the probability of, of him um, staying after the season wasn't that high, but... I mean, in my mind, why not try to keep him? Like, why not try? Because you don't know how much money he's going to be offered. You don't... You, exactly. You can't, you can't just throw... So basically, instead of saying, let's wait and see how it goes, they just threw him out the window. 
Exactly. He's not coming and, back here. So and to that, into that exact argument, I'm literally glad you said that because I had that literally down to talk about later on. But people on Twitter are saying Kelly Oubre is too expensive. That's what he's too expensive. He well, how wasn't do they coming. Know? He wasn't coming back. How do you know? How do you the know Wiz- that? Auto Porter. And people are bringing up like the the Wizards. Otto Porter got offered a max offer sheet from this and the third. Otto Porter was leading the league in three point shooting at one point. Otto Porter was way better. Well, not even way. He was better than Kelly Oubre when he got that offer. It's not even so, the same situation. It's a and it's a three point shooting league. So of course <clears throat> the three point shooter is going to get more money. Like that's just how the NBA is today. So when you're looking at Otto, I mean uh, Kelly Oubre, he's good. With upside, but he's only averaging 12 points and he's shooting 30, what, 31% from three point range. He's not getting a big max deal this offseason. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I'm keep, my throat is crazy today. I, I know, I'm like, I can't believe I'm still sick. Like, I had a cold, like, what was it, like three weeks ago and I'm still, like, coming off of it. Whatever. This weather is, this weather is crazy. But, um, it's not, he's not going to get that max offer sheet that they gave to Otto Porter. They, they were, the Wizards would literally be outbidding themselves this offseason. My thing was... I think it was of, worth it. It was worth it to try to keep him. Exactly. 100%. My, why don't you try to move... Why don't you try hard every single day, every minute, every hour? You need to move Yamahimi's $16 million um, a year deal that's not up until 2020. You need to trade Otto Porter. His 20... What He's he's making $27 million a year. You try to move those guys first. You tell Kelly Oubre, look, we want you here. You're a young guy. You have a good potential, a good ceiling. You can change the culture of this Wizards organization for the next four, five years. You sit down, you offer him, let's say you moved Kelly, I mean, you moved Otto Porter and you moved uh, Yamahimi. All you have to do is say, Kelly Oubre, we'll give you four years, 40 million. Four years, 40 million, four years, 42 million. And then I'm looking, because I looked at the free agency pool last year. If you give him four for 40, Kyle Anderson, who was on the Sun, I mean, the Spurs, he made, his contract last year was four years, $37 million. He went to the Grizzlies. He has not had a better three, four seasons than Kelly Oubre has since they've come into the league. So that's the low ball. You look at Nurkic. He made four years. He had a four-year, $48 million contract in Portland. He's had a better four-year window than Kelly Oubre. You split that in between. Give Kelly Oubre four years of $40 million, maybe 42 just because you want him to come back and be a part of D.C. Give him a hometown, you know, pat on the back. And, th- and that's it. And that's it. But you need to be focused on the bigger picture down the line. And you need to get rid of Yamahimi and Otto Porter. You don't give away a 23-year-old for a one-year $15 million contract and Trevor Reza, who might not, you might not have Kelly Oubre or or um, Trevor Reza on this team And then what are year. they going to do? And then what you're going to do? You're going to be lo- uh, you're gonna be in a strange bind, and you're not going to be able to. I mean, I mean it just, <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh my yeah. god. I'm like having a full-blown meltdown, you guys, because this has nothing to do with like NBA logic, but I just want to say like I've recently been going into the locker room this season to interview the players and um I'm pretty scared of like the one-on-one conversations with them, but I finally mustered up the courage to talk to Jason Smith. Literally a week later, gets traded. Yeah. I just talked to Kelly Oubre. He's gone. The next, I'm be I'm becoming best friends with Jan Mihimi at this point. Like I I need him. I need <laughs> I need to be talking to Jan Mihimi. I need to be talking to Otto Porter. I need to be doing because obviously something that I'm do, I'm very superstitious. So obviously Whoever something that I'm doing is not right. To, this is absolutely horrifying. Like you're talking I to am the so wrong upset. people. Yeah, you got to start talking. To, go talk to Ernie. 
Go talk oh, to Ernie every time. Mr. Ernie, you... like, what is going on? You need to take selfies with Ernie. You need to put him on your IG live. Like, use your, use your magic cards and get him out of here. I text him, like, 20 times a day. Yeah, because you talk to Jason. That's crazy. You talk to Jason and Kelly, and they both got moved. It's not fair. Like, those were my two players. Like, life is not fair. Like, I literally was... Okay, yesterday in the mall, I was walking in the mall getting Christmas gifts, you know, like joyful time of year, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, all of a sudden, I it's official like <clears throat> that they actually messed up the, the trade that got messed up. Um, they revised it and Kelly Oubre actually leaves. My body got so hot, like I had to take my jacket off, like I had to wrap it around, you know, like tie your jacket around your yeah. waist. I yeah. literally look like... Um, a mom who has like a drug and champagne problem like I looked actually so crazy and like yeah. I like I, I was losing it like I'm sorry but like I it's so hard to be a fan of this team right now and anybody who's listening to this podcast like I just want to say like I freaking love you like if I was there with you I would love to give you a hug I am so sorry that you have to like endure this like pain with us because um it's not fair I wouldn't wish this type of like sports pain on like my worst enemy. Um, that being said, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna explain, kind of break it down for you exactly how this trade arised, what happened during this trade, and a telephone game gone wrong. Stick around. Jesus. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm Becca. I'm here with Quentin today. And we are just breaking down this disaster of a trade, this confusing time in our lives. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just, like, sitting here, like, what? We're having a huge, like, WTF moment. You think, you think we've had WTF moments this season? Like, this is probably the biggest one. So, let's just talk about this. From from what it sounds like, when the Suns and the Grizzlies never actually talk to each other, is that am I am I just imagining things? They never talk to each other during the first attempt of the trade. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is professional business, by the way. Yo, I initially I was like, you know, it's funny the Wizards don't get this trade going through, and it's funny because the Wizards it's funny usually because have we got a to keep the player. We didn't, we we thought we weren't gonna have to give him up because we didn't want to, so we were like, ah, this is so dumb, whatever. Yeah, and then we were like, this is the first time something went wrong, and the Wizards had nothing to do with it. And then reports start coming out that, well, 
Ernie Grunfeld was the conduit. He was the one who made the phone calls to each side of the parties, you know, saying this, that, and the third. And I'm like, so you're telling me that Ernie Grunfeld is the one playing telephone with these two these two GMs and had it all wrong this entire time? Like, that is so... What do we talk about? So wizards. This is the most wizards thing that happened in wizarddom. In NBA-dom. Is that a word? In the history of the NBA, this has never been a thing until now. Just look at the timeline that the Wizards have gone through this season. Bringing Dwight Howard, he has a butt injury, and he can't like, play. What is this? First of all, that and and, and the scandals. Okay, the scandals, the the IG DMs. You got Bradley John Beal Wall. and John Wall screaming at Scott Brooks, fighting with Cursing each other. Him. And then you got Austin Rivers before the season gets on a podcast and announces John Wall's baby before John Wall says anything about it. And it's just. It's the, the the wildest things are happening. The wildest. Thing. And then your your GM that's been in the league for a long time, like longer than we've been alive, he's been in the league, involved, gets the wrong Brooks's to each team for trade, and they don't find out until they okay. get the Woj bomb. This is the funny part, though. They all decide, hey, maybe we should actually talk to each other to finalize the deal. So they all get on a phone call, and then the Suns and... And Grizzlies are like dumbfounded because they're like, wait a second. This isn't the trade that we agreed upon. No. They're all looking at Ernie, <clears throat> watching the drama unfold on Twitter with um Woj or whatever. He when he tweeted the deal is dead. <laughs> that that was the like, funniest what? thing. And this was so crazy. It's like real life lifetime drama. And I was at work, so you know, we're, we're getting scores for high school games and stuff of that nature. And then all my coworkers are looking at me like, Q, are you good? And I'm like, yo, did the, the Wizards like, just trade Kelly Oubre for what, what is going on in every... I started, the, I think it was around 10 o'clock. I was heated, upset. We left work at 11. I'm smiling and happy. Like, okay, whew, good. The deal is dead. I was I crying up, in Target because I thought we traded Kelly Oubre. I was like full-blown having a meltdown. And I wouldn't even have been... I would have been upset, but one of my biggest gripes with this trade is that not only do you now you didn't get any picks, you would have got picks in the first in the first one. Now you said f the picks. We don't want the picks. Just take Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers, and we'll take Trevor Reza. You couldn't get a second rounder for 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 uh, Kelly Oubre. Couldn't get a second rounder. Even a first, I would love a first rounder for KO. But even if you don't feel like he's worth a first rounder, which is you know it's 50-50. A second round pick, you can get one pick from Phoenix. And this is what Phoenix is gonna do. Phoenix is gonna get Kelly Oubre, and they're gonna flip him for a first round pick at the end of the season. Watch. They're gonna flip him for a first round pick somewhere down the line. Because that would be the thing to do, right? That'd be the thing to do. And the Wizards, they don't get anything done. And James Jones is now involved in the Suns organization. He's a very, very smart guy. He comes from the school of LeBron James. Like he knows what he's doing. He actually had a trade happen before um he had a trade happen for LeBron before he even left Cleveland to go to LA. Like James Jones knows what he's doing. So as he's the new GM of the Phoenix Suns or whatever his role is, he's a smart guy. So they're going to flip Kelly Oubre for something. And the Wizards just traded for a 33-year-old that used to be here in 2012, back when Randy Whitman was the coach. It makes no sense. Oh, my gosh. I just like can't I can't handle this anymore. Didn't we bend over backwards to get to draft Kelly Oubre first of all? Two picks. Two picks to move up in a draft to get Kelly Oubre. Just to throw him away for no reason. You know what? We didn't didn't even talk to him. We didn't even talk to him this offseason and say, look, maybe you might if you do if we don't move um 
we'll try to move Yamahim, we'll try to move Otto Porter, and we can give you this amount of money. They didn't even try to negotiate with him. He's a restricted. I really think it was worth waiting until the end of the season to see just, what would happen. Just, just talk try. to him. Just talk and then to at him. the end of the season, when other teams are really trying to make moves, we could have probably gotten something if they really wanted to go down that route that's not a 33-year-old. Yo, when they were trying to trade Jimmy Butler, the Wizards refused to trade Kelly Oubre. They refused to put Kelly Oubre's name in that for Jimmy Butler. But then, after the Jimmy Butler trade goes down and all that stuff goes down, now you give up Kelly Oubre for a 33-year-old Trevor Reza, but you wouldn't give him up in some picks for Jimmy Butler. Like, I'm actually it's, horrified. It's backwards. This whole organization is backwards. And, but, like, what's the goal, though? What's the goal? Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying this we rekindle a fire with Trevor Reza and we're trying to make a push for the playoffs and a push for the postseason. What? So what, what are you, if we make what are you talking about? Because at the end of the day, we're not winners. You're going to lose. We're going to get out the first round anyway. So to hell with the playoffs. Honestly, the play, the whole the whole thing is we started off this this um this season thinking, okay, we might make it past the second round. We might get to Eastern Conference Finals. Now it's like, mm, we thought we were struggling last season. Do you remember at the beginning of the season when I said I was going to do the in my feelings challenge if we won 50 games? Oh yeah, you might as well forget that. We might we might win 30 games. Like yeah. goodbye. But who's thinking about the postseason? In all honesty, I'm not. Like, what were you any thinking? Fans about? are. I don't think any fan was thinking about. I can't wait for our playoff push in the first. We can get the eighth seed and we can play against the the Raptors. Nobody is thinking about the, the playoffs. Eighth seed, just, seed just to lose in the first round. If we play the Raptors in the first round and we snuck into the eighth seed. The Raptors would beat us in three games. The Raptors would kill us. They would be it would beat us in 3-0, and we wouldn't even have to play the fourth. They would just forfeit it. Like the NBA would be like, look, this is bad TV. We're not putting the, the Wizards on for another game. They would not stand a chance against any team in the Eastern Conference in the postseason. I don't care. And now think about it. When is when is um Dwight Howard coming back? Nobody knows. That's another so, thing. That's another so let's say factor. Dwight Howard had what a good seven maybe seven games with the starters before he got and he was good he was decent but now you have to reincorporate him he has to go through the process of moving again and he he's has not to gonna get back be 100 so what he's gonna come back in in the 60 game mark and change the, the direction of this organization you we have thomas bryant starting at center right now are you serious Auto porter hasn't played the last three games we're calling up T- troy brown jr which i love him and Shasan Randall every other day. They play every, They play a game every week. They play two games for the Go-Go. They go up and they play for the Wizards the next day. And then they got another two games for the Go-Go. They play five days a week. It's a full-time job. Like, they, they, it's no Can direction. Can we just talk about how John Wall has injuries that he doesn't disclose to anybody? Bro, what is John Wall doing? Like, John, we know. he. I know behind the I love DC and I want to be here type thing. He, he sees how terrible this front office is. He's here. No other team would have given him the super, super max that we gave him. That's just complete. He got his money here. Get your money, young blood. I'm not mad at it. You give your stars your money, especially he's in-house. You pay him. He wouldn't got that contract anywhere else. But, bro, not, not for this team. Not for Scott Brooks. Not for Ernie Grunfeld. You don't risk the rest of your career. Your supermax isn't kicking John until Wall next year. I want to take a whole season <clears throat> to just get healthy again. Chill, chill, bro. Chill. Because the thing is, we're not going anywhere this season. So why is he he throwing himself in the fire with all these injuries? He has bone spurs, knee problems. 
I mean, whatever. Like, injuries but, on injuries. Why are you doing this to yourself? But part of me, though, I, I say this as, like, we're, like, the media side. So, we're like, yo, just take a chill pill, blah, blah, blah. But I was also the athlete. And I was also the athlete. I was like, I don't care what I'm going through. Right. I'm going to play That's if I can I was walk. Too. I was so running it, with a bro- – like, I literally was running with a stress fracture, and I broke my – foot that's, because of that yeah that's crazy and you just love whatever you're doing that because much, you bitch. love it that much i get exactly. it i totally get it but at the same time rich paul his agent has to be like look john look like we know bro you're competitive nobody's going to take away from your competitiveness your talent bro you need to get healthy because this is longevity at this point and now you're looking at the not only does ja Wall not have a full scope of the macro in terms of the big picture Neither does the organization. The only big picture Ernie Grunfeld has is the poster of Jan Vesely in his office. That's the only big picture he sees. He doesn't see any other big picture in this organization. You do not, do not give up a 23-year-old lottery pick that you wasted two picks on to move up to get for Trevor Ariza. It is never acceptable. And I have a couple people, most of the people in my mentions, have been on the same page with me. Most of them know this is a terrible trade. And then there's a, a, a outlier in there that's talking about, yo, Q, you don't know what you're talking about. Trevor Reza used to be. Yo, how old were you in 2013, my man? What was life like <laughs> in 2013? What's, um, you know what, yeah. what was that team like in 2013? Like, it's this is different. It's a different time. We're not trying. What are we trying to rekindle this 2013 fire for? It's It's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, because everyone's older now, and we're not at the same place that we were. And um, furthermore, on my Twitter, I have not had a single person who said the trade is good. Except for I one have, person. I um, have one One of my person. good friends, Stephen Powers, he did say, Kelly's a knucklehead. It's good that he's gone. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I love you, Yo, but like, what? Miss me with all that. Miss me with all that. Kelly Oubre consistently, he might not be consistent in terms of like his the box score. Like, in terms of every night he's hitting a shot, the only consistent player you could probably say close to consistent is Bradley Beal. He consistently gives you everything he has. He, he fills it up every single night. Right. Kelly Oubre like nobody cons- else was being consistent, so who cares? Exactly. But when you talk about Kelly Oubre, if he's not hitting this shot, he didn't come in the league as a shooter. That's not his MO. Right. But he comes every single night, high energy, high energy, effort, the things that this is all Scott Brooks wants. Scott Brooks talks about in the midst of everything. He says, I just want guys that go out there and play hard. Kelly Oubre was the only player that played hard every single time he stepped foot on that floor. You bring in a guy like Sam Decker. You saw what that dynamic with Kelly Oubre and Sam Decker. Like, I know we're just, you know, we're looking at yeah, some young guys Sam here. Yeah, but Sam Decker, Thomas Bryant, Kelly Oubre, um, they, even Austin Rivers, all those guys when they were on the floor together, they were just like, I mean, we came back, what, what was it, the Pacers game? or That Pacers game. We were down by 25, and all of a sudden, all those guys on the floor, nobody on that Pacers team could get past those guys. That they was the reason hard. why we almost came back and won that game. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind, I definitely wouldn't mind, like, um, if you keep Kelly Oubre, I would love a, a lineup just of all high-energy guys, all long defensive guys. Because like Kelly they Oubre. Care. Yeah, they care. and. In the midst of all this stuff, you hear Bradley Bill's cursing out this, John Wall's cursing out that, Dwight Howard Instagram this, all this. Where's Kelly Oubre's name been? Kelly Oubre's done nothing. He shuts his mouth up. He answers his question. He's professional. He just got a sponsorship with with Converse. He he does his Kelly job. Kelly Oubre He's, after the game, he does he he goes out there and shoots and takes shots after the game. And that's and this is 
Oh my gosh, it pisses me off so much because you're throwing away your brightest spots. I don't care. I don't care about Austin. Rivers. I'm sorry. I just don't care about Austin Rivers as much as maybe the next guy. But Kelly Oubre, you need to. That was a dumb decision. You you call people and you try to get Yamahimi off your books. You call people and you try to get Otto Porter off your books. I don't. Isn't the Wizards are an incompetent front office, but they're not the only incompetent front office in the NBA. Like there's a, there's another team that could try to take. Uh, Kelly Oubre, I mean, uh, Otto Porter's contract. Another team that might let you slide Yamahimi in there, but you have to work for it. A good GM could come in. A great GM could come in. We need David say, West Look, up in here. We need something. He would make it an effort, a, con- a concerted effort to get Otto Porter off the books and you invest in the future. A four-year, $42 million contract for Kelly Oubre is not going to kill anybody. But see, wait until this offseason. Wait and see what Kelly Oubre gets this offseason. And then we're all going to be looking. I'm not going to be looking dumb. You're not going to be looking dumb. But Ernie Grunfeld and them are going to look have that same stupid look on their face when they see that Kelly Oubre only had only got how much? What? We couldn't afford to pay him. Yeah, you're going to be looking stupid. And and to back to the 2013 thing, we're not trying to rekindle any. You had Martel Webster, Chris Singleton, Kevin Serafin, Andre Miller, Eric Maynard, Al Harrington, Nene, Drew Gooden. Jan Vesely, Garrett Temple, Glenn Rice. That was your 2013-2014 roster. Most of those guys not even in the league anymore. So what are, we're not trying to... What is it exactly that we're trying what, to do here? What are you doing? What are you trying to... you trying to win 39 games? you trying to get Trevor Reese to push you to get that 42 games? Are you trying to make... Why you need to... Yo, this is the dumbest thing I've seen in a long time. I've and honestly... I, this is a disgrace. Now, if they flip Trevor Reese to LA or Houston for some picks and a player I can I can send some apologies out. I I I admitted that on Twitter. I said, "Look, if y'all pick up if y'all pick up some picks from LA, if y'all can sneak a a Zoe or a Kuzman here or or something, and I don't think Zoe or Kuzma are trying to the Lakers aren't trying to move those guys. They're trying to save all their assets this offseason. But if you could do something to flip Trevor Reza for something else, I'll send a couple apologies. But this I'm not organization, apologizing to anyone. They cut Jason Smith, they cut Oubre, I'm done. I feel you. I'm not, not, I'm not apologizing for nothing I say at this point. They're not y- You thought I was positive and happy and easygoing before? No, I'm going to start getting reckless. Like, every podcast, I keep getting more and more and more angry. I- I'm going to, one of these days, I'm going to go Steven Smith on you guys. <laughs> like, this is this is it. This podcast was that long because we're that upset, you guys. Yo, what time are we at? We're at 31 minutes right now. That was 30. I feel like we just started. We just started because we're that angry and we needed <clears throat> five um, five minutes times five to kind of have a therapy session. Wizards fans, we would love to hear your thoughts. Um, we're just as upset as you are. We're just as angry. We're just as confused. Um Please add us. Please talk to us. We're here for you. You're here for us, hopefully. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm Becca, here with my bestie, Quinn, and we'll see you soon. See ya. See ya. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? 
I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.